I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So glad you finally watched The Lost Daughter. It was a, it was a moment. Mm-hmm. It was a moment. It was a choice. It was a Friday night vibe. Were you just feeling really like, ooh. Yeah, I was just like, I feel like I'd read or heard a lot of like sound bites of Dakota Johnson just being like me and Olivia Coleman were like thick as thieves. We just drank wine every night and like laughed and we cried and we're best friends. And then I was like, well, I've got to see this movie then. Do you think Chris Martin visited set? I probably or they went on holiday like right after since they were already in Greece. They probably all just like jetted to a yacht or like continued yeah. the journey because she's working. You know what I mean? I, I truly want there to be a movie or some kind of show about Dakota and Gwyneth, like that relationship between baby mama or first wife, first wife and, and girlfriend. young girlfriend, but also bo- both pedigree actresses from yes. like, actor families yes and like i want that and i want Mm. them i want the whole thing to take place like on a mediterranean vacation or like in santa barbara like a weekend in santa barbara because i think gwyneth likes dakota that's the narrative i've made up in my head i think gwyneth has to like her because she's dakota johnson yeah but i think dakota is in less of a position of power than gwyneth is Right. Like, I feel like Gwyneth holds a lot of the cards. But I also think Gwyneth, her brand has to be, I'm really chill with mm-hmm. like, because she consciously uncoupled. So I feel like it's part of the Goop brand to be friends with. I think she and Dakota are cut from the same cloth. So it's like more of the same. I feel like she probably didn't like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, no way. Yeah. Can you imagine those two hanging out? I don't think they vibe at all no i think it was it would be like an absolutely not and i think gwyneth probably gets a say like a big say in who chris martin dates for sure this is like true my just fan fiction about their relationship i am in full is like she gets the ultimate veto she's like you can fuck whoever for like ever six months go for it and then i get to meet them and then at the six month or a year mark, then I get to say yay or nay. Totally. And then you it's time for you to move on. I mean, imagine Jennifer Lawrence and her have both won Oscars for Best Actress. Mm-hmm. I just, the megawatt, whatever that is, together, I think would just repel immediately. Too much competition. Not even competition, because like, I, I just feel like she, Jennifer's kind of like Jen. Jen. <laughs> Who I love, but she's kind of like grew up normal. It's kind of like, you know, I fart in public, you know, and like stuff like that. And Gwyneth is just like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like yeah. they're just, Gwyneth is very like, you know, it's not cooth. 
it's uncouth to be talking like you know what I mean. But she also talks about her shit and stuff. That's true. Maybe they're like, maybe they were. Into I think each she other. Lo- likes like funny, but I feel like it's like there's a certain type. There's just a certain type of funny and like pedigree that it takes to be in that crowd, and J Law is not in like that crowd of Hollywood people. No. Like she's more of like a hang out with Amy Schumer, like she's mauling, yeah, and Adele. And like that's a different vibe than like the Gwyneth scene scene. Yeah, and, I think, and like Malibu people and like Oh, the Malibu Hol- world the is the Malibu world. It's there they is also a, get a say. The Malibu world, I think, has to decide that there's like a tribunal mm-hmm. and whoever is dating who, like Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford have to meet them and you have to get their approval you go to a party then the the malibu crowd meets you and then Mm -hmm. they have their meeting afterwards (laughs) like around a campfire of human bones (laughs) and then they say we either accept or we reject this person and then whatever decision they make they all hold their hands over the flame and they go from fire into fire Mm -hmm. then they put all put their hands into the flame and then they put their hands on a scroll mm-hmm. and like write their decision in the ashes of their charred flesh. And then they have a carrier pigeon deliver the scroll <laughs> to the other member of their community that brought the new person in. And no, that's how not- they let you know if you are allowed yeah. to come back. They never tell you directly. They tell the person that brought you. But it's not, there are no pigeons in Malibu. It's, a, it's like a crane. A dove. Yeah, a dove or a stork, mm-hmm. or like a what? Are, what are those? It's a rare bird of some sort. A rare beach bird. Mm-hmm. A sandpiper. A sandpiper comes in, wraps its little talons around the message, and jets off like a block away. Yeah, and then Chris Martin puts his hand out. His it's one coming, finger, and then it's coming from it me. drops the scroll into his hand, and he opened it up, and it said. Nay, on, <laughs> it said J L. Nay, oh and then he—that's when he had to break up with Jennifer Lawrence. What if Randy? What if Randy <laughs> Gerber is like whoever? Like, I feel like you have to like have sex with Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford at the same time. Done. Let's go. Yeah, that is a easy. Yeah. If that was the case, everyone would be living in Malibu. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's a reward. That is. There is a true like community there, and it's freaky. Oh yeah, there it's like slightly sinister, but it's like it's sinister with the guise of being very like welcoming. Open. Yeah, Open. that be, horror movie. It's true horror. But yeah, I just I I I just feel like that ha- that's a story to be told. Mm-hmm. The Dakota and Gwyneth. I think they can chill together. They hang. They like smoke weed. And also. Dakota seems really tight with Apple, which I think is probably a... I think actually Apple has way more say than Gwyneth. Like, we mistakenly think Gwyneth has the final say, but it's truly Apple. Gwyneth is afraid of Apple. bring the hammer down on you as a girlfriend. And I could see Apple being like, absolutely the fuck not to J-Law. And I could see her being like, hell fucking yes to Dakota. Because Apple and Dakota are kind of the same person in a lot of ways. Both daughters of Hollywood royalty. Granddaughters of Hollywood royalty. True. Blythe. Yeah. Bruce and Bruce Paltrow. And that's why. 
And it really is Apple who's calling all the shots in the world. Apple is the Illuminati. It's Apple. just one person. It's Apple Martin. Speaking of Gwyneth and her family, I'm really excited for Anne Hathaway's WeWork movie. She plays oh, yeah. Gwyneth's cousin. Love. I the, love was the, the cousin the wife of the mm-hmm. crazy WeWork guy? First cousins. Okay. I love that she's related to Gwyneth. I love that too. But the photos are just look amazing. Like Anne's outfits and... I'm excited for the Anna Delvey, Shonda Rhimes Netflix project. I saw the trailer. It didn't give me chills, but I, no. I'm going to watch it. Her voice was very, I was like, what accent is this? I think that's the exact point. Yeah. Because Anna Delvey has like a non-accent. It's like a nebulous accent mm-hmm. that you're like, is she European? Is she German? Like, yeah. where does it come from? I'm a Julia Gardner head. Same. She like, can truly do no wrong Ozark, in my book. The Americans. She's going to be in, the, I think, the Madonna biopic. As who? Madonna. Are you sure? Yeah. Because. I don't think it's Flo. But I, Julia Fox was just hanging out with Madonna and Madonna inferred that she was now in the running. I think she's playing another part. I swear I think Julia Gardner is playing Madonna. I want Julia Fox to play Madonna. I think Julia Gardner has actually looks like her a little. That pouty, like early Madonna. I could see maybe Julia Fox playing... Maybe she'll cast... It'll be like that Bob Dylan movie where they just cast like nine different people to play Bob Dylan. That's true. And Julia Fox could play like Debbie Mazar. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm obsessed with the continued Julia Kanye sans. It's taking a lot of twists and turns. I feel scared for what is on the horizon because I don't think it's going to end. I think it's going to end amazingly for Julia and TBD for Kanye. But I think he's okay with that. I think he's just styling her. She literally, she talks about in the latest interview interview that she did Mm -hmm. fox news he was like they were like how how has life changed for you and she's like well he's changed my style well she said she packed up all her everything was in boxes and they took just all her belongings that's a little that's a little giving me shades of tom cruise and katie holmes because that is what happened to katie holmes yeah oh i didn't know that oh it was like one day, Katie Holmes was, like, around, and then as soon as she started dating Tom Cruise, she was gone. And it was, like, that all her stuff was moved out of her apartment, like, really? immediately. Yeah. So it's a little bit Scientology vibes. What if Kanye's in Scientology? He's not. I know. He's a Jesus lover. He's a good Christian boy. But I didn't know that about Katie. Yeah. And her style kind of changed. Her style changed, she like, got, everything. She got, like, really chic. Yeah. There's always just been something about Katie Holmes that I've never been... I, there's one outfit that she wore that was, like, a Kate, like, sweater and, like, a cashmere bra and sweater combo. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That I was like, this is the most iconic look you've ever Jackie served. Jackie Kennedy shirt. Yeah, but, like... It was, Sex. like, the first, like, cashmere bra we all saw. And I was like, this is a this is a sleigh. I will tell you. And it's been, I've never seen her sleigh since. I will tell you, I saw her in person once and I was like, whoa, that's like one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. She I was mean, also sure. literally seven feet tall. 
Love that. And just like thin. We stand a tall, thin queen. But I don't, I can't articulate enough the vibe, at least with the people I knew when Katie and Surrey moved to New York City. The vibe in New York was, it was all about Katie and Surrey. Was it electric? Yeah, everyone was like spotting them. And like, I was like, when am I going to see them? Like, there were rumors about they were living above a Whole Foods. Like, it was the vibe. Did you see Surrey? No, I saw Katie and Connie Britton taking a photo together at an event that oh, I was yeah, catering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The event you were catering. But everyone, like, it was like a big deal because she split up from Tom and then fled to New York City. And mm-hmm. everyone was like, I want to see Surrey. You know, like it was so, it's like this fucking like seven year old. I still want to see Surrey. She's beautiful. Stunning. Tom's twin. Tom's neglected daughter. He's like Surrey who? And no one talks about that. That he's like an absentee father. He literally cannot see his child. He literally is like, she's an SP. I've heard so many things that he's trying to get out to be with her, but I don't know. We've really given Tom a pass. We have, but I we love lo- him. We love Tom so much, and he gets truly the ultimate pass. Remember, all, there were just all these photos. I remember when he would first come to visit her in New York after the divorce, mm-hmm. and he would always just be like carrying her, like she would just be like in. He would just be carrying her like a fireman, and there would just be hundreds of people just mobbing them, following them, like down to like. Chelsea Piers where they went on like a ropes course. So bizarre. And she was just like in his arms. That would be damaging, I think, for a child to experience that at a young age. Yeah. I think it's probably a good thing that she's just been like squired away and allowed to have a semi-normal life. Yeah, they like take the subway. Yeah. She goes to Catholic school. You don't need to like give a kid that much attention. No. With like throngs of masses. Also like who the fuck is like trailing a man and his baby to the pier it's fucked up it's weird get your shit together people but if i saw tom cruise in public i would scream well yeah but <laughs> would you follow him no blindly? no that's fucked that's weird i'd be like ah! and then i'd text like you or someone and be like guess who i just saw oh my god but i wouldn't do a follow no people are fucked but i just am concerned because kanye punched that like, oh right parasite that like professional autograph seeker he's like oh. one of those people that goes to every location that that celebrity is at and like waits outside for an autograph and then i get like wanting to punch him but you can't punch anyone no. especially like in as this a celeb era. and then he went on some interview thing and admitted to punching him so i'm like okay that seems like a mistake too because now you are on camera admitting that you assaulted someone yeah and then he did that weird live video this weekend where he was like kim didn't let me at chicago's birthday party and he was like i texted like tristan and her nannies and like she's not so she's like kim this is petty i don't have time for these games chicago i love you happy birthday this is so it's messy and you know that kim is probably flipping out oh for sure you know I who- saw a really good meme that was like, I wonder who gave Kanye the address. And it was like Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, who's flipping out the most? Hmm. Chris. Yeah, Chris doesn't like this one bit. But mm-hmm. I think she and Kim share like almost identical sensibilities. They're- so they're having like 
emergency boardroom meetings on how to handle this. Kim and Chris are like borderline Bene Gesserit mm-hmm. from Dune, mm-hmm. where they can like use the voice. <laughs> They're all powerful. Stop it now. Stop it now. I wonder though, like if they make. Because I thought I didn't watch the live video and I hadn't known that like Kanye was speaking really publicly about what was going on between him and Kim. Also, the, hold, sorry to interrupt, but there's one part of the video. He's driving himself, mm-hmm. which I'm like, can you imagine seeing that? And then <laughs> at one point while he's talking, you hear turn left on Figueroa. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like downtown somewhere. He's, down, he's taken to the streets of DTLA. <laughs> This is really cute. That would make me go crazy too. Me too. I hate downtown. Yeah. I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if they had him sign like an NDA where he just doesn't speak publicly on their marriage or like affairs. But then I. You can't stop Kanye. No. Yay. You you can't. You certainly can't. But I also, I do think that he has love and respect for them in a lot of ways. Like they did become like his only family and like I think he especially since his mom like I think he really respected Chris and so I do I do think he has like respect for them but I also think that he's he's on a journey right now and he's gonna say what he wants he's gonna gonna punch whoops he wants and he's gonna style Julia Fox in teeny teeny tiny little she's the thinnest person ever she her abs i'm like oh my god she's like she's a quarry the pants <laughs> she's the pants i'm like how do you move in these pants because if you look really closely you can see like a hint of like a razor burn of bush <laughs> and i was believe me i'm looking and i was like i could not like i would spend all night Crying. Pulling my leather pants up and being like, my ass crack is showing. I would be so uncomfortable. I was just like, how does she, these low, low, low rise leather pants that are like, how are they even staying up? It's truly a magical feat that she, they imagine that they manage to stay up. She moves like this. It's like or, a glider. Or maybe they have her on wheels. Yeah. Like those like rollerblade sneakers. Remember? And they probably have, so she's just like Mars. She's like the Mars Attacks alien woman. Or like those nun ghosts in Beetlejuice or yeah. something. I would just be like, my pussy is out in these <laughs> pants and my, my butt crack is showing. And my, I've never been more uncomfortable. Like being in that outfit. Imagine like having to meet anyone in that outfit. But that's the thing. you know, She doesn't really have to do anything. But she was meeting with Madonna and then brought that video. him. Madonna. Uh, who, who, by the way, who is that like Lisa Barlow lookalike woman at Madonna's? Sitting just on the floor. Being having like, the time of her life. I was like, this is the Rita Ora of this video. Like she's like, she's bringing nothing and everything. And I'm like, who truly, who weekly, who are you? I'm worried about the whole crew. I was like, this is a bad look for all of you. It didn't look fun. No, it looked really weirdly lit. And I was like, Madonna Julia, was, yay, you're better than this. And Madonna was She's on starting. MDMA. I, that, they were, that was rolling energy if I've ever seen it. She like, makes me really sad. Like the trajectory she's taken. Oh. 
I know. It's really dark and twisted. I'm a Madonna head. I love her. I and wish. I don't, I don't wish that on any woman to get to that level. I think it's, it's like woman or man. It's a completely unbecoming behavior. I think that she is like, sometimes I think like, wow, she's punk still. She's really punk. And then other times I'm just like, stop. I'm always like, stop. I, I want to send her a cease and desist letter. I truly think she could have stopped making music at like the album Confessions of the Dance Floor with like Hung Up. Yeah. And then just coasted and just been like a queen dropping in and out when she wants to. She could have directed or like continued well, her directing career. Let's. <laughs> I mean, at least it, let's it's not like, go that far. I feel like you, if you're a creative person, you need something to do and work on. So like, and the music hasn't been good for ages. And so if the, some sort of art isn't going to be good, don't tarnish your great musical history by just putting out flop after flop. Like, if you're going to flop, flop in a whole new medium. She could be Like Michael Jordan when he golf. decided to do baseball. Yeah. That was so weird. It was weird, but I understand just wanting to try something new. Yeah. And just, then, yeah. I think she flopping. could. Yeah. Let her be an iconic flop. She'll always be iconic. I guess she's, she's trying new plastic surgery and that's a flop too. Her face. <laughs> she's always like this. <laughs> Her head became a different shape. She has a... She got her skull shaved into like... It looks like the head of an ant. She has a strawberry head. <laughs> strawberry face. She literally... I'm concerned. no jaw anymore. It's just... Just a V. Just a V. Mm-hmm. I remember one time she was... There was one video for her birthday, which is like always every year her birthday. You know, it's going to be a week long post where she's like familia and it's like her and debbie mazar <laughs> and steven klein if he's still is he still alive oh yeah yeah and um her whoever she's dating like whatever 20 year old she's dating and all her kids mm -hmm. and there was a video of this year where her like man is leading her through the, a beachy path and she's going and walk and serve and walk and serve and walk and serve and i was and she has her gr her grills in so i'm like take those out I just like can't check in that much because I'm too darked out. Her COVID journey where she was forcing some like low wage worker to like take videos of her pretending to like type up manifestos. Oh, the manifestos. The manifesto era. <laughs> I, that is her vibe. I was into that, but I was also just like, this is psychotic. Her, like her matador 5150. vibe. Yeah, where she's like, COVID diaries. Mm -hmm. So sad today. Another day, another nothing. You Going, know. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And then, and then when when she was like, "I had COVID. I can't wait to be mask free and breathe in that COVID air." <laughs> She's in a constant state of fifty one fifty for me, and it <laughs> it like actually deteriorates my mental health to like check in regularly. Can I say something? I recently did like a joke video where I was pretending to be like the the gay with Julia Fox and Kanye on their date mm -hmm. and I had Salem playing and a source told me that they were listening to Salem that night yeah, yeah. so I feel like I'm channeling I'm channeling they were hanging out with Jack Donahue he produced one of Kanye's songs I love that which I didn't realize black king skinhead shit. king shit 
We know how we feel about. I don't understand the like Marilyn Manson hang of it all. That's like he needs to stop. He need that is like unforgivable in my book. Like, I won't accept Marilyn Manson. I'm like, do they? Is there like a music industry agreement with a lot of people that Marilyn Manson is just like a martyr and that he really didn't do any of the things that all of those women are alleging that he did? Yeah, I don't, or I don't. is it like he did that, but he's Marilyn Manson, so it's like fine and whatever? I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. I think that men part. just give each other a pass. But I think it's like him specific. Like well, I, yeah, I don't think they was, would hang out with like a known like no, no, wife think, beater, like rapist. Well, like everyone just because still he's hung like out. a guy, but it's like Marilyn Manson specific. Yeah, everyone still hung out with Chris Brown. Yeah. After he like tried to kill rihanna so like kanye's had him in his music video and i just had, like had don't... him and rihanna on the same album i don't get it yeah i don't know i think i think he's just has like a permanent cool pass with people because he was like it doesn't seem that cool to me no, i'm like there's so... a lot of other people that justin you bieber could... was hanging out with him remember no. Years ago, Justin Bieber and Marilyn Manson were like out on the town all the time. But that was pre-allegation, right? No, I'm just saying, but like it looked like it was like because everyone was drinking the Marilyn Manson Kool Aid for a while. I n- really never related because I never got into his music or vibe. I was like, he's really ugly, and I don't get it. And like, I mean, I like, but I just music. like let everyone wear their like vintage Marilyn Manson shirts and like accepted that like he's just gonna people are just gonna think he's really cool. I guess. But then all these allegations came out and I've read like most of the essays and articles and like journalism about him. And it sounds pretty much like he is doing all this shit. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. And I've like followed all of that and I'm like, damn, well, I'm on the right track. Like still wouldn't want to hang with him. But then people are still being like they're hanging. Yeah. I mean, he's. I don't get it. I like can he's if, a very scary. He's every time I see him, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I liked some of his songs when I was a kid. I never engaged, but also that was because I wasn't really allowed to because my my Christian mother rightfully was like, she snatched you will your Christian not. Ass. She snatched my wig and <laughs> said, if you even think for one hot second that you're gonna engage with this Marilyn Manson person, you're done. Well, I, it also was like he was such a vibe because he was just so caught up in like the Columbine thing and like being. And it was, was it was punk on some level. Like I get like the performative, I get the performance of it all, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's fucked up that people like Kanye continuing to hang with him and like invite him on his songs and like invite him to performances. It's like it's I don't get it. I'm I don't just get like let's their... choose a different controversial figure yeah. that like didn't do all this stuff. Yeah, can you? anyone else there's literally so many controversial people like i'd rather have him like inviting hanging out with alex jones (laughs) (laughs) like there are so many more people that are like law but not like like that didn't like keep women in cages like that you could hang out with 
and lol with and it would make people mad but it's ultimately like whatever but mm. marilyn manson's just not the one he that's just, really where i'm just like why are we doing this he also just looks like someone you see like on, at a gas station like yeah on, i'm like, also really bad he looks like the texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> he's so scary he's like and i have never liked the name brian ever in my life His real i don't name. trust anyone named brian you can't you will never <laughs> catch me around a brian or rarely ha have i even talked to or engaged with a brian there's some actually i do know what i'm gonna take that back i know one guy named brian and he is lovely and wonderful but he <laughs> i only give one brian pass and that's it my brian quote is full so brian i don't Safi. give Oh, yeah, but I don't even know him. I know. He's great. Okay. He's, well, that's your Brian That's pass. my Brian. Uh, mine is a different Brian, but all other Brians can truly, <laughs> sorry to you guys if you're listeners, I doubt even there are many Brian listeners yeah, to this podcast. because I really try and keep a no Brian energy. <laughs> he is, he's really scary. He's, he's, fr he's, did you, I still think the one of the funniest things I've ever seen was on the Andy Dick show when he did <laughs> Marilyn Marilyn Poppins and it was Marilyn Manson <laughs> as Mary Poppins and he was like a spoonful of lamb's blood helps the medicine go down like Andy Dick is a controversial figure yeah. that would actually be like more iconic to hang out with than Marilyn than Brian Brian <laughs> I only Brian. Will call him Brian now he literally looks like he looks like a blanket he looks like a a ghost wearing a sheet. He looks like that that image of that painting of Christ that was like tried to be restored and then it became like a melting. <laughs> he looks like a melted wax taper candle. Mm-hmm. And like a fish. Yeah. He looks like a fish that you find like thirty thousand feet below sea <laughs> He's level. He's a trench creature. He is a like anglerfish. Yeah. And I'm I'm a biased because he's disgusting and unfuckable, yeah. but so that's strike one and two, but strike three is literally everything else that <laughs> yeah. he's done. And like the only benefit that he's brought to the table, I guess for some people, not for me is like cool art and that can still remain. Sure. But I'm like, let's Ew. just like retire him. Yeah. Seriously. Now. And let's also like, like think of someone else. There are a lot of other people. God. Now I'm thinking about that era when like all these like fucking celebrities were wearing Marilyn Manson shirts and you were like one, you've probably never listened to one song like Courtney Kardashian or someone. Oh, they love like wearing, a I'm like, Slayer. Up, Courtney. You never know, listen to fucking Marilyn Manson. What shook me to my core. What? Is that Halsey had a Marilyn Manson tattoo. <laughs> and I was like, Halsey, you are Halsey's wild. To you me. deserve that. The like consequences of that curse decision, because I think she got that prior, obviously to the yeah. allegations and she was just like a Brian Stan. But then now imagine having, that's like getting a tattoo of like Renee's dad, <laughs> Sammy the Bull, or Karen's Karen dad. Sammy the Bull Gravano. <laughs> when you're just like, I love this guy. I love this guy. Even that, would I would keep that tattoo. That's like getting a tattoo of Hitler and being like my <laughs> dear friend and then realizing later. Yeah, we were old friends. Yeah, being like, he is everything to me. And then like <laughs> a couple of like news articles come out and you're like, ooh, I really 
Fuck that one up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. 
Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I want Halsey to, to arrange a press conference where they just discuss their... Marilyn Manson tat. I need to make sure that it is indeed Halls. Halls. Oh. 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 <laughs> no. Oh. That does look like, That's what he looks like. He looks like... Ah. Wait. It's on the side of her this torso. This tattoo is oh, actually... Sorry, it's on the side of their torso. Worse than I thought it could be. They are wrong for that you did not do that i thought it was just like marilyn manson they have a tattoo of marilyn manson's crying mascara run face on their torso i think it takes up probably a it looks like a six to seven by eleven it's like maybe the size of a sheet of paper It's a huge tattoo on a very painful spot to get a tattoo. Can you imagine the hours that took? That's also a bad tattoo. I'm so... They are absolutely out of control for that. speechless at this. absolutely shooketh. Did Halsey cover it up? They're going to wear it. Damn. Aren't they with Evan Peters? I don't know. I can't be. I really can't. And especially now, like recent revelations. I'm like, I really, you're done. <laughs> about the tattoo? No, just about like the whole package. I'm just like, I've, I'm shelving you. Halsey? Yeah. I mean, I've, the whole everything. I've never really, like, I've never been like a Halsey. All I'm going to say is Halsey's tabled for me. <laughs> But I wish them the best. And I I wish that I hope that I they pray. I hope that they will remove that ghastly tattoo on their torso. But good I luck. I need you guys to Google this tattoo because it truly took my breath away. Love and light to Halls. <laughs> God save God Con- save the queen. I say congratulations on your life. Good luck booking that stage you speak of. <laughs> Good luck with your project. Good luck with your project. Okay, we have to get in. We have, we to, we we have, have bigger fish to, to fry. Yeah. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty Utah, Utah Halsey's. <laughs> All I can think of is the beautiful people, the beautiful, beautiful people. people. And then I never I got it. to make you choke. And then Rose McGowan was in that video where she, she played Jackie Kennedy. I never saw that. I told I truly didn't engage with Brian's content. And really, he is a theory. Here's a theory of mine okay. that I think is true. He Brian is a man, a disc, like a true disgusting pig, pig of a man in appearance i am judging him for being <laughs> fucking hideous looking by choice 
because he's rich enough he could be hot if he wanted to be i'm just saying the kind of man who is made hotter to some people again never me not me by the women he dates because he's dated like stunningly gorgeous woman after stunningly gorgeous woman and so when you see just an ugly mound of flesh with like a stunning broad you're like oh my god maybe I want to fuck this guy. <laughs> like, again, not me, but that's happened to me yeah. with other guys where yeah. I've been like, they're fucking disgusting, but like, oh, they're dating her and I love her and she's so hot. So now I really want to fuck them. Guys, stop. Please stop dating ugly peep men. Ugly men. Don't, don't do it. Don't. If you're a girl or a gay or they, say no to an ugly cis male. Just nip, just flick them away. <laughs> just say no. I just fist pounded. You're doing, you're truly the doing the world a favor and yeah. not perpet. Like, think of how much more attractive everyone will be in the long run if you are not fucking and procreating with these ugly fucking, don't like, melted ass candle face dudes. Don't give men what they don't deserve. Yeah. Just date a hot or like medium or attractive a, guy or just, a, a, who, just date a five. Who a five isn't, and who above. Isn't a rapist. Really, the bar is so low. Who isn't a fucking abuser. Because you're mind fucking every other woman, man, they around you who's like, What's do I want to fuck this slug? Do I want to fuck this? And the answer is always no. No. Anyway. So Whitney starts, we start with Whitney, we're on the bus heading to Zion, the shit is going down, wigs are being snatched. The brawl continues. The brawl of the lifetime continues. Whitney's just raising her hand to speak, <laughs> which I love. And Jenny is literally just looking away. And to that we know, then we find out that she's looking at a producer named Shayna, who's sitting on the other side of the bus. Who is looks, Shayna the one that had to physically yeah. hold Jen Shaw yeah. back? Okay. Which I love that we see the producer, but I think Jenny's staring at her like, what the fuck are you going to do? When you're a producer, do you get a pay raise if you have to actually physically put yourself in harm's way? I would think no. I think that you should get at they least... They should. I think you should at least get like 500 bucks. If yeah. you have to do that. Or like a free vacation somewhere. Yeah, or just, I think 500 is like a nice, you just get a Venmo that night. For every time that you have to step in to a physical altercation, you can get a fi 500. If you get hit, we'll negotiate for a different amount. Jen is screeching at Lisa. And then she goes and sits next to Shayna. And Shayna just goes, hey, hey, come on, come on. And Jen's going, ah! And then she gets right back in Lisa's face and nearly swats her. Jen Shaw is a Psychopath. liability. She's a, I think she, she is a should cool... not be allowed to be around other people at this juncture. No. I truly, and thank God she is because I like to watch it on TV, but I'm also like, do you take out more insurance to have a person like this? She's clearly in it. She's drunk. She's I think she's out. also in like a totally manic episode. I think she's like unmedicated bipolar or some shit. And she's physically trying to harm people. I'm like, she's either, she's a danger to herself and others, literally. No, and, and Lisa. How is she not getting 5150'd? I love Lisa being like, you want to hit me? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was thinking, do you think Lisa's ever been in a fight? Definitely. Like Isn't she New from York? like Long Island? Yeah. Yeah. I saw her prom pictures. Jenny goes, Jenny breaks it up too. And she goes, you know, I grew up in Long Beach. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. She's like, you earrings take your rings out. You get in there. I, <laughs> Whitney goes, Jen, Lisa, stop. St- Heather's also in overalls and just fuging in the back. Heather is I'm traumatized like, in the corner, me. like sunglasses on, going like this. That's I. That would be me. Just like, I can't look at this. Jenny, I just love Jenny. Jenny is so, I love Jenny. Yeah, me too. I think she's fucking cool. She's serving. And people think... I like she might that, be evil, but like you I know like what? that makes me like her more. Yeah, sorry. I think she's, cool. I think she's a fucking cool cunty. She's, she's a, serving cunt. She's turning her pussy out at all times. She honestly, I, I'm not being hyperbolic. I think she's had one of the best debut seasons I've ever seen, of just like a strong get in the fight, will not hold back. Mm-hmm. Truly in the mix. In the mix, Jen is continuing to just scream. She now accuses Mary and Meredith of saboteuring her i like had forgotten what jen and lisa were even fighting about half the time i forget what these women's beef is with each other i don't fucking know and then she's crying i love also she's been relegated to like one end of the van with Shayna, (laughs) and then everyone else is like on the other end of the van and jen's going "Eh, me someone did something to me to cause this which i'm like you're fucking crazy that for this. Crazy to say. You literally, I heard the voicemail. Yeah. You literally call people and take their money. You are fully full of shit. It's unbelievable. It's, and, it's actually kind of frightening. Yeah. It's scary to see someone be this in denial about, or in delusion about their own. I mean, it's incredible because we oh, know that the jail, like, it, the clock on her time as a free woman... Well, she says that. ...is ticking. She goes, I'm not going to be able to see my son go to prom. Yeah. And Lisa's like, I know, I'm so sorry. And then <laughs> Shayna's comforting Jen, and then Lisa walks over and basically like elbows Shayna out of the way, and she goes, oops, sorry, let me hug you. Come on. I really did not mean to hurt you. I really... It's the last thing I want to do. I just love Lisa flip-flop. Lisa will do whatever it takes to like... The queen of spin. To just get peace. Yeah, she's she's the queen of the spin. And I respect that. And, and I'm also just like, Lisa's... Everything's above board with Lisa Barlow. Mm-hmm. I truly... And I hope I don't ever have to eat my words, but I just don't think she would commit crimes. I don't think she would. Yeah. And I don't know why I was silent. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I think I'm thinking about Halsey still. (laughs) I'm I'm seeing flashes of their tattoo. Haunted by Halsey. No, I agree with you. I think Lisa's pretty. I think she's like. She's Mormon. She's Mormon. She's a good Mormon girl. And also, prior to that, a good Jewish girl. From New York. Yeah, from New York. And she's just not. She's not going to. She's not going to get like that. So it's in her best interest to also calm down this flaming freak of a woman <laughs> like true tornado of a human being a, jen has she's transcended gender at this point and yeah. is true an entity she's, she's a fiery entity she's pompeii she is pompeii she goes she's a tumbleweed and then, and then they all go jen you know what we'll give you the best room and then jen goes okay thanks and i go that was her plan all along 
also I was like, this is a genius solve to this problem because when someone's acting like the craziest person on the trip, you have to make them feel like they've had a hugely significant win, like getting their own big room. You're so right. That is so, you just have to like feed the beast and be like, you're amazing and you deserve the most. You've been through so much and you know what? We're going to give you the biggest room because that way the likelihood that they'll just stay in that big room is huge That's and they won't be point. in the mix with you and they'll at least shut up for a little bit. Like I was like, this is really smart. And then Jen's like giggling and laughing. I'm like, you are not crying anymore. She's You're fully girl interrupted. Level. You are... She is Elizabeth Moss covered in burns, just giggling like a schoolgirl in the hallway of the fucking psych ward. I forgot she was in that. Yeah. So Her scary. breakout role. That is Jen. Jen is Brittany Murphy oh. slowly eating chicken and putting it under her bed. <laughs> Jen and is Brittany Murphy and I'll never tell. Literally, she <laughs> is. She's every tell. single character in a movie that takes place in a psych ward. She's she's all the characters in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's she's Nest. She's Brad Pitt and Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, she's every she's Goldie Hawn in the psych ward and Death Becomes Her and mm. all of the ladies in her support group that she meets with and drives crazy by talking about Madeline Ashton. It's all Jen Shaw. But I, her switch from full devastation to just giggling. I would be like, I'm not safe around ah! this person. I would go, ah! I would. I think that's why they gave her the room because they're all worried she's gonna like slit their throats while they sleep. I. This is a tiny I'd, gun. This is where I'd be like, I'd go, Jen, you stay in that big room. I would. Don't come out. It's a lock the doors trip. You better it's a lock the door. <laughs> sleep with the tiny gun under the pillow, or just your finger. I would actually sleep with my finger on the trigger, and I'd have a switchblade. I'd. Fully blade up, Mackenzie Davis style, Station Eleven. I'd have a switchblade strapped to my calf, and be ready to just fucking throw it at Jen Shaw's face as she most certainly came let's into my room Mackenzie in the dead Davis. of night. Yeah, let's give it up. Fucking queen, post-apocalyptic queen forever. The world ends. She keeps going. Drives. Um, imagine this: you're sleeping on a friend trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm imagining. Corridor light is still on. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you hear. And then you see a shadow stop before your door. And then you hear the doorknob start jumbling. And you know it's Jen Shaw. Do you take the blade out or take the pistol out? Pistol. One hand on the pistol, one hand on the blade, sitting straight up in bed, staring at the door, and then you daring see the, her to come in. And then you see the shadow linger for a moment and then move on to the next room. I wouldn't sleep for the rest of the night. I would actually text everyone else on the group chain except for doors. Jen. And I'd be like, did anyone else hear this? Like, come to my room. I would go try and either sneak or sneak someone else into my bedroom. And I'd be like, we are sleeping in shifts now for the rest of the trip. It's so scary. I would be so afraid to be on a trip with her. I would lock her in her room. When Jen tried to claim that she didn't do anything illegal and Meredith and Mary it's must have called the FBI. I love it. Like, 
Who would believe that the FBI and Homeland Security descends on a totally innocent human being uh, with like laser pointer guns? Based on a tip from based on a, like house, Mary a real Cosby. housewife. <laughs> from fucking Meredith Marks. When he goes, if that is true, we need to take action. Winnie? Winnie, I'm going to shut the fuck if up. If I was Heather, Whitney. I'd be like, sh- like if I was her family member, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Whitney. Stop. God damn it. I want to be on your side, but you make it so hard. When they get to the house, there's one point where Jen just throws... Jen literally just tosses her champagne on Lisa. Did you see that? Yeah. I was like, again, she's crazy and the I best... Just wrote, the, I, just, I just wrote what? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. They're all, I think, so traumatized that they're like, we're not even going to speak to no. what happened because even if you say... It's like a move trying to get a, a brawl started again. The house, by the way, is shit. I'm sorry. It's a hideous, hideous home. At first, like, it's the kind of house, at first glance, you're like, oh my God, this is nice. And then you actually look at it and you're like, this house is made of like spackle. That like linoleum floor, whatever whatever the fuck that was. Really ugly floors, cheap building materials. The design of it is actually cursed. It's horrible. You look at the walls and you can see and the like molding around the doorways and stuff i was like beautiful location beautiful location horrific house also like the pool is in like ensconced in shadows it's all just so ugly and all the furniture in there looks like it's like wayfair no shade to no shade to anyone that's has got a good wayfair deal that you got to do what you got to do but i'm sorry if i'm a housewife going on a vacation to a mansion I want the goods. This is not a. This is no veil mansion. Yeah, I'll just man, put it that it's way. A, it's very male. You really cheaped out on this one. It's very male, like husband. Like this looks good. Lisa frantically calls John Barlow, and his name and her phone is JB Husband Boss. <laughs> May we all have our partner in our phone? Is that Jen is blackout? She is fully not of this earth. She is drinking out of a Nalgene. Full of like burnt- a fully metal water bottle that I was like, oh, good for her trying to stay hydrated. And then Heather was like, she's been drinking all day, and it just had a master cut of her chugging like vodka, vodka out of her water bottle. And I was like, she's gone full Mr. G. At one point, she's like rolling around on the bed doing the splits for just the cameraman i guess she's having a really good time laughing and throwing pillows around this is when i was like she's taken the bait on the biggest room she's having a lot of fun they go outside to swim and heather alludes that lisa used to be a hooters girl i'm obsessed with that i need more info and then jenny doesn't know how to swim so she's like no one pushed me in so of course your hurricane jen's gonna be throwing her in the deep end i'm sure jen like i could feel the energy shifting when she walked out on the deck and started coming down the stairs it was like a dark cloud descended over the group and then she flops into the pool and then like fully just like flops underwater and someone goes jen are you gonna ruin your makeup and she goes don't worry i have glam i'm like how are you affording these legal fees, but you have your glam team Shaw's still there? Are they I just being paid? Ray for the glam squad. Are they just being promised like they will be paid in riches? I when- think she's just paying them in her fingernails because later in the episode, you look at her nails and she literally like 
four of her talons have just completely broken off. She's like, oh, you charge $4,000 for glam? Like, I'll give you a nail for each grand. She's finally going to, her dream of drowning someone might come true here. She's trying to show Jenny that at any moment she could take her life. They go out on a floaty unicorn together and she tries to push Jenny into the deep end. And Jenny's like, I'm from Vietnam. When I was growing up, we, we didn't have the resources to learn how to swim. Don't fuck with me. I'm terrified of water. I don't want to drown on this trip in this shitty house. Yeah. In this shithole house. Get home to my, this my house looks like daughter. it's made out of plywood. It is. <laughs> and Whitney goes, I am planning for an energy healer. Tonight we all meet and we will all be healed together in the desert. Jen goes, I'm going to rip out my hair extension and throw it at her. And rips out like a rat tail of hair and throws it at Lisa. She's just now throwing things at Lisa. Yeah. And Lisa, too smart to take the bait. Mm -hmm. She's She's like, like, oh my God. Oh, what is that? Oh Oh my God. It's a ferret. Wow. That's possum. And then Meredith and Mary come strolling into the house well, late. They're driving up. They're being squired. They flew and then got in the Uber XL to come to the house. And you just hear Meredith go, okay, Mary, what do you think? And Mary goes, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I love their relationship. I truly don't know what it's based on. I don't either. I, I guess it is based on like a mutual respect like a vague mutual respect. I really do think, and people confirm this, that it's like producers were like, we need one person to just like be stick the, with this bitch. Be the Mary Whisperer. Yeah. So I love that. But at the same time, I'm like, honey, you're whispering both too hard and not enough. So Whitney's like, we all must meet before sunlight is gone. Meet me here, dress in white. And then Meredith and Mary arrive and they just poke around and no one is greeting them. And they're just going, Meredith is going, hello. Hello. Anyone home? Anyone home? Heather and Whitney lock themselves in the bathroom. And then Whitney's wearing this like sl- cut out. Speaking of sad, sad Ooh. tattoos. Guys, just don't do that to yourselves. <laughs> Sorry, but don't. And so... <laughs> Meredith and Mary come in, and then Whitney and Heather spill the fight beans to them. And and Meredith goes, wait, what? What do you mean by that? (laughs) And they're like, yeah, everyone brawled on the bus. It was horrific. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want these bitches to, like, travel with you, you've got to stop brawling. Mm -hmm. And Whitney goes, but now we must put this aside and go because we only have until sunlight. And they close the door again. And Heather is, I think, truly so traumatized and on edge when Whitney sprays her. <laughs> spray Heather screams. Yeah. She's, ah! That made me lol. And then Meredith has the cruel realization that her bedroom has no closet. No she closet. Goes, and she's not going to... Where have... is the closet? And, and she Mary also goes, has no time to change. Mary goes, I think there isn't a closet. It's just that thing. And Meredith goes, if I don't have anywhere to put my things, what kind of vacation is this? It's a good and I point. Wrote, exactly. Jen just hops out of her room and goes, where are those little bitches? <laughs> Sons of bitches. So that was, she's channeling drunk Juicy Joe. Sons of bitches. She's Juicy Jen. She is Juicy Jen. <laughs> where they're, are those sons of bitches? They're like maybe soulmates. They are actually. I think they would be good for each other. She should move to Italy and find him. Son of Pussiano or whatever. Calciano. 
They should actually be together. Whitney bangs on Meredith's door and she goes, why aren't you dressed? You don't have time. Wear what you're wearing. Just don't change. And then, and then Meredith, the look she gives Whitney was absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I felt... glare. She gives her a death glare like I've never seen. She goes... Because Whitney is actually being so fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, she's just, excited. My she ha- spiritual healer, Bettina, is there. She's waiting for us. So we've got really got to go. Got and to go I plan now, this. Meredith. And we only have sunlight. We and if we don't the get there, we only have the sunlight. And Meredith is like, I truly don't give a shit about what you want to do. But I'll... So then Meredith... Oh, she gets... She puts on her little hat and walks out in her jade green blouse and or sweater cardigan and then... And goes and sits in the van and then Whitney's still like flipping out about the Mary of it all. I'm like, bitch, just go. Just, so they, they do. If you they just leave. need to go, then go. Stop annoying everyone. They leave Mary to be taken later. And Mary's just back at the house going, what am I going to wear? People go, someone goes, where's Meredith? And Jen goes, Meredith's a piece of shit right now. <laughs> Meredith's a piece of shit. I right love now. everyone's also just gone into full blown ignoring everything Jen Shaw says. So they meet at like a labyrinth of rocks, and it's a woman named Bettina, and they all wear shawls that like honor indigenous women, I think, that have gone missing. <laughs> they go like roll up to this thing, and Whitney goes, There's Bettina. There's Bettina. I was like, What's Bettina's deal? And it's just like an old white lady <laughs> who's like a shaman. I was like, okay, love this for them. Also, like Whitney is years late to like the spiritual renaissance. Whitney's late to everything. Iris and Bull. Iris and Bull. Wild Rose. Wild Rose is like, she's about six years too late for like starting her own beauty line. I know. And she's 10 years too late yeah. to this like labyrinth walk like bitch we've known we've known about this and have also collectively moved past like crystals are over away from white people like appropriating like shamanism yeah like we've like at the very least get like an actual like shaman or also just don't do this like you're still like smudging your like get a grip she's in 2009 she is. She's like, uh, a new brand I just learned about that's blowing up the beauty industry. It's called Glossier. She's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, the recession is so hard. She's like still in like the class. I lost my savings in the recession. Last year. They're like, honey, that was. They're like, no, you just invested in your years ago. shitty beauty line, Idas and Bull. So they have to wear these shawls and then she makes them all bang on their drum and say their names. And then Mary arrives and she's like, oh no, she's, she stands to the side like a swim, like a swim meet official holding her arms with her back to the ceremony and will not address it or acknowledge That's it my vibe. or participate. She walks over and she goes, as they're drumming, also they walked around in a spiral and then drummed their names while wearing these like Alibaba shawls. <laughs> shawls. And, and Meredith says her name like she basically is like Meredith. These like are like this woman bought like went to Home Goods and like got a bunch of stuff and then brought it to the spiral. But Mary's like she's like you know what I'm not gonna say it's against my God I just I have faith already and I'm like your God aka she's I'm loyal to my God. <laughs> Me. Yeah myself AKA. and I don't want to do it. I respect that. Mary arrives. She goes, 
Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> and then she just is standing away with watching her arms crossed, like watching them kind of. And yeah. then she goes and finds a rock and goes and steps on the rock and is just standing on the <laughs> rock in her high boots. And, her, and I was she like, bootsing the house she boots down. the house down on that rock. I was legit crying at that point. Her whole vibe was everything to me. When they asked all the women like what they want to let go as they like walk around the spiral, Lisa goes, I need to let go of all this toxicity around me. Every woman says they need to let go of bad energy with other And like women. someone else. It's like, okay, can we get a little more specific? Like what this... That's always the vibe of these things. So then they... It's like, okay. I love drumming your name. Drumming your name Going, and then... Lara. 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 Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> Tony. Like, Tone. what in the world? Bettina, you're fired. <laughs> so they, they peace out because the sun goes, sunlight is gone. <laughs> Someone goes, Mary? And she goes, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Mary, I'm loyal to my God. I'm loyal to my God. I'm not going to say it's against my religion. I'm just loyal to my God. Whitney goes, quite honestly, I am offended that Mary did not participate in the ceremony I arranged. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> and they, so then they all sit up this like, it's probably freezing cold. Meredith is Why wrapped. Why are they having dinner in the parking lot of their shit house? Meredith is wrapped in a duvet. Mm -hmm. Like a white. She took the quilt off her bed and is just wearing that. Hard times at the, at the Red Rock Villa. Also, the chef looks like she knows something ain't right too. Like she does. She's not giving me like luxury chef vibes. Like she... Seems like really put out by everyone's drink order. Yeah. I was like, bitch, I'm sorry, but you're the chef. These are the real housewives. You better fall in line. You better whip up some steaks. Get that woman a red wine. Get her a vodka soda. And give Mary her champagne with a <laughs> smile on your face. They cheers. And Mary <laughs> says to Whitney at one point, she... <laughs> they're all cheersing their wine. And then Mary goes to Whitney. She goes, Whitney, Whitney. Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes. And then Whitney goes, okay. I was like, ah! She just trolls Whitney. I love it. Whitney deserves it. Whitney goes, I'd like to give a toast. I'm really glad that everyone is here, though I do have to say I'm very disappointed in Meredith and Mary for not coming in time because I didn't get to complete my really fun spiritual exercise and we really wish that we could have done the fire circle. Yeah, Mar Whitney also goes, she goes, I'm quite honestly, I'm offended that <laughs> you can't respect my religion. I showed up for your church. And there's a shot of Whitney going like this to Mary as she pulpits, it, as she testifies. Yeah, at least Mary gives you like a spectacle. And like, I'm sure when you're in Mary's church, I mean, she's clearly like good at her job. People are mortgaging their houses, giving her 300 grand. What if Meredith is low key in Mary's church? I, she could be. Meredith goes, she goes, well, I'm very sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I'm sorry it didn't work <laughs> And love, and then Whitney, who can't let it go, she goes, so why didn't you come on the bus with us? Bitch, because this is what, like, you're giving us this energy right now. You think I'm going to sit on a bus yeah. with you for hours? She says that. Meredith's like, I don't really want to sit on a bus with any of you. Yeah, fair enough. Also, I love Mary going, 
this is not, she goes, this is not how I travel. She goes, I don't, I don't have book an event the same night that I arrive in a new location. This is like not how I roll. So I'm not, I don't care if I'm late. And I, I want was Mary like, to host I, like a show where she like, it's like Tabitha's salon takeover, but it's Mary teaching people how to do a, a group trip. Or just teaching people how to do anything because she really does things her own way. That'd be a good show to have like someone in your ear. You're like, I've never been good at like being the host of like a trip. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a professional like host telling you like what to do. Sounds really stressful. I would actually love just a show where she provides just feedback in the form of shit talking someone else's trip and saying why it's actually like a shitty vacation. At one point, Jenny's like, Jenny says something like about Meredith not wanting or Meredith thinking that Jenny, that Jen was a criminal. Meredith says, she goes, we live in the U.S. It's innocent until proven guilty. I was like, (laughs) okay, Meredith. Love that. Saying that to Jenny. What confuses me and I always get lost, especially in SLC when they fight about stuff because I never understand who they're really fighting about and what they're really fighting for. Well, there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of stuff going on. I know that like I've read about, like I've read some stuff. What have you read? Share. Well, no, that, that I read that Mary or that Jen and Meredith were both fucking the same guy. Okay. And that's that's why they're really beefing. And that's why Jen got out of the Uber and all that shit. Cause Mm -hmm. she was going to fuck some guy that I think Meredith had been sleeping with when she and Seth were on that hiatus so did meredith and the guy break up and then jen hopped on the dick yeah okay that's annoying so i think i think this is allegedly allegedly i think meredith is like pissed and i think that's really what they're fighting about because then it kind of comes out at the end when jen's like you have 10 boyfriends or something yeah i thought i figured that that's what she was alluding to but like they're very that i'm a little i'm getting a little bit annoyed that they're so opaque with what they're the real stuff is happening behind the scenes they all seem to know something going on and it's really fucking annoying to me like meredith will simultaneously defend jen and then attack jen in the same conversation so when she's like telling jenny it's innocent and then she also says like the most she says like the most that's incorrect because Mary said that Jen was a criminal. Yeah, but Jenny, I don't remember her saying that. So like, it's very weird and confusing. It is. It's very strange. And then I lose. I feel like, am I going crazy? And like, am I still Allison? Because I don't understand like where people's loyalties lie. I I think it's very all very confounding. And then no one will actually be the person that's like, no, actually, Mary said that, and like, yeah, because everyone's afraid of Mary. Also. Mary rules with an iron fist. Jen leaves and just goes in and is just shoveling lettuce into her mouth, which I'm like, I've been there. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be, <laughs> you guys figure this out. <laughs> her nails, her little paws, her nails are broken. She's eating like lettuce. food out of a trough with her hands. And she goes to the chefs, terrorizing them. She says, want me to help you cook? Those are all bitches out there. Those are fucking bitches. Can I help? And they're like, no. Get away Get from Get away me. from us. They're, she's also like close talking to them. And then Whitney outside yells at Meredith. Yeah, what does she say? She says something like, and that is what I'm upset about. About her being late again. And then Jenny's like, 
hey, Meredith, I actually have a problem right now because when I called out Mary for the slanted eyes comment, you said that what she said, you're not sure if it would be, if you would find it offensive. <laughs> and then Mer- Meredith immediately goes into like, she goes, I, I, I talked to Mary and I, I, I told her that was wrong. It was That was also very strange. It's like, how Why is are that? you speaking for Mary? She's not your child. But also, we had a conversation about that. But also, what she said before, I was, I was like, no, it's, you're not sure. It's objectively offensive. If she's offended, it's offensive. It's offensive, and she's going, I don't know if I would be offended by it, but I just wouldn't say it. Like, yeah, she, you're also not fucking Asian. Yeah, so she kind of gives an immediate, and then she kind of yells. She goes, Jenny, I know, like you know where I stand on that. I just love how terrified of Mary everyone is. Why are they so afraid? Just because she's a loose cannon? She's God. Just be nice to her. I mean, you. I get she's like, there's no way to fight crazy because it's just always like she's off the wall and you just never know where she's going to go. But you can all at least just be like. No, it's like full on like Kalima, like Indiana, like she's conjuring a vengeful God. Who will strike your crops and burn your land. I think there's a way to diffuse it and then also kind of make her feel accepted. With Mary, you too have to take the strategy of like, just give her all the nice stuff. Yeah. And let her, and then like, she'll just be, she'll play nice. You have to game her. I think if you say, this is what you said that really offended me and was hurtful, but also here's like a diamond ring she'll be like i'm so sorry i said that and thank you and then whitney's like mary start going off and mary goes you know what, whitney she goes i just have to say like i can't give you what you deserve which is you being able to call me a friend and she goes and right now you want that really badly and i can't give it to you and i'm sorry and whitney's just like at a loss for words <laughs> i love that it was honest her friendship is what Whitney really wants more than anything in the world. Yeah. Which might be true. I think it is. I think Whitney does have a deep desire to be like liked and accepted by everyone. Which is... Well, that, I can't give you that right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity. And then Mer- and Le- Jen sits Lisa's- down and she goes, Ah, oh, something! Meredith, why did you hire a private investigator for me? Meredith goes... To be clear, I did not hire a private investigator to investigate you. I hired a private investigator to investigate threats that my family was receiving. And I submitted each and every one of you to the... I was like, girl, don't spill yeah, don't, those beans. No, why? It's like <laughs> that meme like, of NeNe Leakes going, now why am I in it? <laughs> <laughs> like a dossier for each woman. And they all kind of go, mm-hmm. And then she was like, and the investigator said he was about 90% sure that the tweets were coming from you. And I'm like, okay, well, that is also, I want 100% certainty. If I'm hiring a private investigator, they need to actually get to the bottom of things. I mean, also, you you don't need to hire someone. Just call me on the phone and I'll look at her Twitter and tell you, oh, yeah, this is probably Jen. Like, yeah, I you think- have like 30K to burn. I'll take that. No, but it was so clear that it's Jen that was doing it. Like, but I need- love the two that they're not even being very explicit about what the 
what Again, the tweets were. You're so... You're, yes. Where is there everything? Stop making everything such a fucking mystery. Come out and be outright. The other... That's but, my one gripe with Salt Lake City is they don't... They're not so outright with what, the, what really is going on beneath because the Because this is in reference to back way, way, way at the beginning of the season when they were like some random account was like saying like hateful tweets to us or we were getting texts from like a... We were getting threatening texts from an unknown number <laughs> And then that's the investigator said, I'm pretty sure that's Jen Shaw. And that's what they're talking about in this moment. And and then she goes, you made threats against my son. And she goes, what about the threats he made against me? And she goes, what threats were those, Jen? She goes, he said he saw my vagina. And then <laughs> Meredith goes, he did see your vagina, Jen. I saw your vagina too, over and over <laughs> and over again. She goes like, Olivia told you to cover your vagina up. Muriel and Crystal told you to cover up your vagina and you did not still. Jen had her clam out. Jen Jen said, set my labia free. Everyone (laughs) shall see what the Lord hath made. There was a fifth guest at that four person dinner party and it was Jen's lips. Jen's (laughs) pussy. And then Jen I love gets bringing up. Muriel and Crystal into it. The, the Muriel and Crystal of it all. Jen <laughs> comes, of course, gets in Meredith's face. And I've never seen Meredith in this light of just being... She goes... She's holding her... Guzzling her little goblet of Merlot. Wait, goes, also, quick note. All these women have movie pours of wine oh, in yeah. their glasses. Yeah, they're wasted. But, like, the level of fill up... In the glass, I was like, they again, all, I have some self- feedback for these servers. But they all have to self-medicate to be... Yeah, I would need to get... I'd be like, fuck the wine. I do have just like ketamine. I need like propofol. You need to disassociate. I need Michael Jackson's doctor to come <laughs> oh in and hook God. me up and just put me out on a stretcher in order to be around this level of psychosis and then and then meredith goes baby i know so much about you to jen i went "Ah!" i love that meredith has been pushed to a place of like baby honey sweetheart i also love that when meredith gets up to leave to go back inside she grabs her wine she's not (laughs) not leaving without her wine not without my merlot well there was a moment too where meredith was like they were like, why are you so close with Mary? Like, no one understands it, and we, like, need to know why. And she goes, Mary was there for me when no one else was. When every one of you were not there for me, Mary was there. And Lisa Barlow is thrown by well, this yeah. and not okay because they are best friends, and Lisa's always been there. And she goes, um, can I tell you my perspective real quick? <laughs> She goes, Meredith, I don't really, I'm kind of like, that bums me out that you say that. Because I was, I have always been there for you. And Meredith goes, I can't take this level of detention right now. And then she runs off. And then everyone's like, this is before she leaves the second time. And everyone is like, well, who's going to go get her? Yeah. And Heather goes, Mary, you're best friends with her. Why don't you go get her? Mm -hmm. And Mary goes... Okay, but I I want that steak. She goes, (laughs) well, first Mary goes, she goes... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Which I'm like, Meredith has come for you. I'm obsessed. Mary, her first instinct is absolutely not. Mary's like, I don't know. She's like, 
steak or Meredith? She was she was like, I'm, I'm waiting for the steak. And then Heather goes, we'll make a deal with you. We will have your steak on your plate, ready to go, ready for you to eat if you go. And she goes, okay. She goes, okay. And then has a confessional with Mary and she goes, I just want, I just want my steak and I want my potatoes as God intended. That is what I want. And I was like, I can really relate to her goals in this, in this moment. And then she finally gets Meredith. They come back. And Jen gets back in her face. They fight more and more. Mm -hmm. And then this is where Meredith grabs her red wine and she starts sauntering back to the house and Jen goes, you're you and your fraudulent life. She was, I'm not the only fraud around here, honey. Bye bye, baby. She goes, love you, baby. And slow slams the door. And I was like, I've never seen this. She's been coached by Brooks. She went to a place of love you, baby. She was, she went to the Brooks Mark school for women Somebody. where he teaches women how to be, <laughs> come how to clap back, <laughs> how to faggly clap back. At your enemies. Brooks School for Girls. <laughs> I can see him being like a head, like a headmistress. Ladies, lesson one. And he, he puts he his like pointer whip. out at the, the PowerPoint presentation. Clap back. Because no woman will ever raise their voice. Repeat after me. And they go, no women will we'll ever, ever raise their voice. voice. And he goes, when you're pushed to the level of wanting to clap back, you simply remove yourself from the situation. You disengage from the conversation and say, love you, baby, and close the door with a kiss face. And they all go, with a kiss face. And he goes, now practice one by one. And they, he goes, there's a doorway over there. Practice in front of me. And then they practice each and he goes, go. no, no, no. He all whips wrong. them with his, with his pointer. <laughs> no, he whips. He, he goes, whips. he gets in their back of their thighs and their hamstring. And, he and goes, they go, oh, again, again. He says again, again. And they go, love you, baby. And he goes, again. And like, he literally whips them into shape until and they can successfully go, love you, baby. And he goes, yes. Perfect. Perfect. And now then, we're ready to move on to lesson two. Lesson one took legit eight hours. <laughs> the school is only 16 hours long. It's two. Le it's just one lesson, actually. <laughs> the cover of the manual is Tim Brooks wearing like a little headmistress outfit. He's going like this with his arms crossed. But it's Brooks marks like across the blazer. And like he's wearing like a trench bowl, like a long skirt. And like a knee sock, but like everything. A Tom, Tom Brown. Yeah, kind it's of. very Tom Brown inspired. And it's Love Brooks you, marks. baby. And then Jen Love says, you, baby. Jen says that Meredith has 10 boyfriends. I hope she does. Which I was like, they're, honestly. I hope we all do. Yeah, maybe we all. She deserves them. <laughs> if Seth's not dicking her down the way she needs, she's going to have to go get it somewhere. Am mm. I right? I mean, ladies. Am I right, ladies? So does she leave the trip then? No, she's in the next episode. You see her. She can't leave. What was also really weird about this fight and what threw me into a state of not knowing if I was crazy or sane was them being like, why is Jen invited to things? Mm. And I'm like, because you're all on a show. Ugh, that's like annoying when I'm like, uh... and I feel like Heather is wanting to say that, but knows she can't. I'm like, just let them say that already because it makes me, I truly feel like I've lost the plot. Yeah. I'm, I'm always like, guys, I think that is like, we can, 
we can move away from that. We're not pretending anymore that they don't know they're being filmed. Yeah, we've broken the fourth, fourth wall, wall been especially on a Housewives of the Island, baby. No, but like, especially in this episode, there's a fucking producer. Yeah. There's a person who's wrangling you guys. Give this woman a raise. Give Shayna a raise and give her a <laughs> canonize her. At least give her like $500 and throw in a 90 minute massage. Yeah. I have a guy that you should send her to if any producers of the show are listening. I'm yeah. happy to pass along Brett's info. We stand Shayna. Yeah. Jen Shaw. Unwell. Get her an This exorcist. is scary island level behavior. And I feel like. Housewives have, has gotten the spectacle of Housewives has gotten so intense and there's so much more focus like like this is she's acting like Kelly Benzmoon, but everyone's acting like it's fine and it's absolutely not fine. Well, back in the day, it was like you. You know, like I think before really like social media, they could call out Kelly and be like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. You're being crazy. But now people will be like it's called neurodivergent. <laughs> I mean, you can't say crazy. I went there. You can't say crazy. She's acting somewhat neurodivergent, but you really need a, an actual professional psychiatrist to be there on yeah. set but and diagnose the- her with her own consent. So she needs consent to go see him. It's like someone's going to fucking die. I, that, wouldn't, knife, I would Freddy. not feel I would not feel no. safe around. Also, I'm like. You ladies are physically brawling. We're in a moving vehicle on a highway. In the middle like, of Utah. In the middle of Utah. We're like on the side of a cliff right now. You're screaming bloody murder. Mm-hmm. We have this like old ass fucking driver, Kevin or whatever his name is. Like, we this is so dangerous. I know. We none of us are wearing seat belts. There's Housewives no voice the of island, reason. <laughs> Housewives on the island. Speaking of crazy. Speaking of neurodivergent elderly women, I can't wait for Ultimate Girls <laughs> Trip. With, with, with Vicky. Which is truly, <laughs> that is someone conjured in the woods the from worst. the depths of hell. The worst <laughs> possible casting mixture in the Taylor. worst possible ah! location. Tamara, Taylor, and Vicky. Vicky and Tamara together is a recipe for disaster. Taylor Armstrong. They're going to be bullying everyone There together. will be blood. There and will be blood. Dorinda at the cursed Bluestone Manor, the shape-shifting Bluestone Manor where Vicky that Gumby lies in wait. Vicky in the fish room. Like, heads will roll. Heads will roll and be wary. Be warned. Who else is on it? I forgot. It's other, like, really good ones, too. Oh, yeah. I think Adrian might be on it. Vicky, Bless- definitely Vicky, Dorinda, Adrian, or Vicky, Dorinda, Tamara, and Taylor. Vicky is an otherworldly entity. <laughs> Never forget Vitney. Vitney. <laughs> Vitney. Vicky being wheeled out of Iceland with a blanket over her because she had a basically like OD'd on Adderall. I have nothing but respect for my number one queen, Vicky Gunvalson, cancer faker, like cancer faker supporter. QAnon. QAnon. Orange County mistress of insurance. Koto insurance. Priestess of plastic surgery. Like the list goes on and on. The and original I, Karen. I crave her. <laughs> But you could not pay me enough to go stay in Bluestone Manor. Would you rather 
stay in Bluestone Manor with Vicky? With Vicky, oh, or fuck. would you rather stay in the House of Gods, Zion? I'd rather m- stay in mansion. House, I'd stay in Zion in a second with Jen Shaw with no lock on your door and no weapons. Honestly, <laughs> I'd rather and you are Lisa Barlow. <laughs> Well, I would say in Bluestone because at least I have a lock on my door. Mm-hmm. And there's like knives on the walls, I feel like. So I can come. There's secret entrances. Yeah, I can hide from Vicky. You like think a... you're hiding, but really like a bookshelf is not what it seems. Mm-hmm. Vicky will appear in the <laughs> dead of night. You will think it's a sleep paralysis demon, but it's really Vicky. It's when Victoria Gunvalson. <laughs> like, Chicago's it's a, own. It's a Gunvalson. <laughs> Chicago's own Vicky. The Gunvalson awaits. <laughs> Well, guys, let us know what you think about where would you rather stay, Bluestone with Vicky or the vi- Red Rock Villa with Jen Shaw with no <laughs> locks on your doors? Red Rock Villa reminds me of the house, the way the house was sucked into the ether at the end of hor- Horoscope, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. <laughs> Horoscope. Poltergeist. At the yeah. end of Poltergeist, the way it like plywood crumbled into itself, like that is the destiny is. of the Zion. It's going to sink. It's just going to crumble like a piece of paper in a fist. It's built where it shouldn't be built. It is truly built in Yellowstone style. Yeah. Some cursed. Also, Zion is true. Like, you disappear. There's energy there. Well, didn't Gabby Petito get killed there? It's built on Gabby Petito's bones. <sighs> and those lesbians. Oh, yeah. RIP to them. RIP. They're just trying to have a road trip. <sighs> they got overlooked. I know. What about Where's them? their justice? Where's their justice? No one cares about lesbians. It's except us. This we is do. A, we We're pro lesbian. This is the one podcast out there that cares about lesbians. We love lesbians. We love them. Also, tickets for the tour are on sale. They're on sale. They're still are they going ever like on sale? Hotcakes. They are fucking flying off the shelves. It's a month and a half away. Get on it, please. San Francisco, February twenty seventh. Seattle, March 2nd, and Portland, March 3rd. It's going to be great. An, an affair to remember. Get into it. Yeah. Go to LarsMarie.com for tickets. There's so much bonus content that awaits you on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash podcast. And if you have thoughts, feelings, opinions, emotions that you want to share in the form of reader mail, you can record a voice note. Email it to sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com or write an email and send it there and we do a reader mail segment on every bonus episode. Love to hear from you and um, take care of yourselves. Yeah, be safe. And don't get a Brian tattoo. No, no Marilyn Manson tattoos. Bye. Bye.